Hello there, D&D aficionados and good peoples of the role-playing pantheon. Welcome to... Peppers from a Chimney Part 2 A Crimson Nid podcast that will journey with four wayward adventurers into the heart of the Southlands, a land of mystery and adventure, where riches and dangers await those brave enough to cross the wild expanses. My name is Stacy, and my player and game master handle is Dagobah. The campaign setting is Southlands from Cobalt Press. We are using the D&D 5e rule set, and we game using Fantasy Grounds Virtual Tabletop. So, no more to be said. Let's just sit back, stay tuned, and enjoy. Let's get started. Session 6. Recap of Session 5. Boots! No more walking barefoot, at least for one of you. <laughs> but damn, those boots stink. Clicker has done manage to find boots. So she finds herself a clear spot, bends down, slips them on. Hmm, those newly found black clothes are really quiet. Wait, what's that? Shiny, by thoughts own luck. A dagger. Well, time to get back to the others. Let them know. Volnin? What in Wotan's tree is he doing here? Flames of black shadow flicker, twist, spark from the figure before him, but nothing else moves. Volnin whispers to Clicker, who is knee-deep in rotting, rancid, and wretched corpses. Where there ought to be eyes? Blazing red whorls that pierce past his skin and touch burn his heart. Volan finds courage and takes a step forward. He calls out, What are you? There is no reply. Norbit listens to the slavers talking, listens as Bashir makes plans to recapture the strangers that fate has tied to him. What's the plan? What's the next step? With slavers on the other side of the mysterious stone door, how can he get to Volan and Clicker? By his father's oaths, what would they have him do? A tiny thorn returns through the tiny hole. The fake creature named Godrather Saffron has shown a means to change their circumstances, but they need to be together. Hands grasp the stone wall and Bashir chants an arcane ritual. His magics gather, the stone rumbles. Norbert and Thorn sneak towards the fallen bridge just as Volan and Clicker sneak back. Rejoined, you quickly make your way to the tiny hole and shrink in mass. In the hidden room, together, you follow Saffron's obscure instructions and easily find yourselves back in a dream. Once more, you lot of four escapees are children, sitting at the Hamlet's end and, enjo and enjoying an afternoon's repast. Fairy Godmother Saffron appears and asks for your aid. There are some nasty pugwampi downstairs that need to be dealt with. Her parting advice? Imagination and to meet her at the Hamlet's water fountain. And so ends my recap. Yay. Very nice. So, you guys have... You guys were basically in... I shared on the map. I'll open up the town map again. So that's the town map. And you guys have each got both of your characters selected. Cool. You'll see a green pin now, so that that's the Pixies place in that you guys were at. You should see a little description when you click on it. And if you go to the Maps tab, you should see the first floor and the ground floor are visible, I hope. Yep. So, big long story short is that when you when you find places and and see locations and stuff like that. I'll reveal them on stuff like maps like this so that you know, okay, that's where you've been. So after you guys have dealt with the, the Pugwampies and stuff like this, I mean, you guys are still in the ground floor. You know that the fountain that she's told you about is near the edge of the forest to the east. The Hamlet's water fountain sits at the edge of the town's creek and is in fact a part of the pond. 
The pond itself is made of ancient stonework and is stained green and black with its age. The fountain rises up as a freestanding arched wall, in the center of which is a small stone pocket where the creek's water dribbles. The water flows over the edge of the stone pocket to become part of the creek once more. So you guys have pretty much come over here. And that background noise is okay? Yeah, it's fine. That's fine. Can Come you just give me that map name again, please? No, oh, here I'll reshare it again. The Hamlet of Glavost. Yeah. Thank you all. And there's a couple other things like inside that message of the day thing that popped up. I, I tend to try to put in some things that we perhaps talked about in one way or another a little bit. Okay. Um, so as you arrive, you look about for the fairy godmother. The fountain has already, be, has already been decorated for the festival and there is no one about. But as you look about Atreya, Falker, and Zack, standing at the edge of the forest, you notice a very odd looking doe that glows. Has it got a horn on its head? It's a unicorn! Where? 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 Over there! Look! Calm down, girl. Calm down. Oh, no. No, that's not a unicorn. That's that's just a deer. Wait, wait, though. It It's almost like it's glowing. It's it's glowing. Shh. Don't scare I'll it. I'll start walking up to it slowly. Hey, little deer. How are you? As you get closer, the deer also tentatively steps out from the forest. It approaches the fountain looking left and right. Uh, then it bounds quickly towards the fountain's wall. And then pressed against the fountain's wall, the doe quickly morphs into the form of the fairy godmother uh, that had greeted you at the inn. She wears a big smile. Wait a minute. Uh, it's not here. I know. Oh, well. Hello. How are you? You were going to meet us here. My little beastie children, you've done so very well. You dealt with those Pugwampi and Vexit like Spriggans. I'm so proud. I, I'm i imagining her hair turning a bright pink at the moment. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. Uh, Alright, give me silly. your... Uh, was it a wisdom check? I guess. You can... You can... <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> oh funny. yes. <laughs> You try mightily, concentrating, you stick, I don't know how, what it, your face scrunches up into when you concentrate so hard to change her hair color, but as you try, maybe for a moment, one single strand uh, changes. It's it's like she's she's got a tongue stuck out and she's, um, she's squinting somewhat, um, and uh, she sees it briefly and goes... Yes! And then goes quiet again. As, as you do that, uh, she kind of has that look, uh, looks upward like, as you know her eyes roll up to look upwards. And she kind of got, does a little <laughs> blows. Hmm. Very, very funny. Let's see. You can give me a wisdom saving throw this time. You need to beat the 20. Oh, <laughs> I rolled a 19. So, so close. Uh, you guys watch. Uh, the fairy godmother is smiling mischievously, and she's looking directly at Rowan. And as you stand there, Rowan, uh, still with your face scrunched up, looking at that single strand that you've managed to change, uh, something strange starts to grow out of her forehead. And you guys watch as a a big toe appears in, in Rowan's forehead. <laughs> what? 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 is clearly terrified. Steps back to, to send, uh, as, as per usual, just stems her fists into her hip. That is... That is make that stop. That is not nice. Is, is, it, is it lunch on my face? No, no, it's better than lunch. 
the fairy godmother kind of wiggles her nose, and when she wiggles her nose, the, the big toe in your forehead disappears. Aww. No, no. Come, come, children. Put it back. Put it back. No, no. Gather close. Make a circle. And hold each other's hands. Can't do that with COVID virus disease. I have no idea what that means, Zach. You keep saying weird and strange things. I just walk up and take uh, Zach's hand straight away. I walk up and take the grandmother, uh, the fairy's hand straight away. (laughs) (laughs) I reach over and grab her on the ass. Uh, What, a a ten-year-old? Yes, exactly. I can't reach up that high. You are, I think, Zach, you and Atreya certainly are the taller of the children, both being elves. Rowan and Falker are the tinier of the two of you. One being a gnome, the other being a halfling. So yeah, Zach, are you seriously, as a 10-year-old child, no, I, uh, reaching I up to grab? That. Uh, that's that's uh, just a little bit of injected humour for the... Oh, is that, that what watching. that was? Oh. Yeah, for the people that are watching oh, that was out, out there of character, and viewing around, you're totally oh. completely out of character, yeah. Oh, you totally broke the immersion. I, Jeez. I couldn't let that one go. Man, man, damn. She's got such a broken. Everybody was so into it. And now you, they lost the thread. Okay, well, uh, broke. Good, good job. Just broke. Uh, All right. Well, we just have to pack up and go next week. Is that yeah. it? Yeah, Problem. we're <laughs> done. Okay, next week. Uh, roll back to the big toe joke. Uh, that joke's done. So she's grasping hands, and Falker grabs her hand. Uh, Rowan, you grabbed Zach ha- Zach's hand. How about you, Atreya? Same. Okay, Zach. And is on the other side. Well, you're all holding hands in a circle. Uh, she still stands with her back against the the wall, uh, this freestanding wall of the fountain. And in that circle, holding hands, looking at the fairy godmother, you can feel from deep within yourself a warm sensation that turns into feelings of great sadness, of an unquenchable anger, of utter loss. And just below those, new to the collage of feelings, is a blossoming hope. Yeah, let's go. Well, well. Hello, half-demon storyteller. The fairy godmother reaches out her hand to touch your brow. Her fingers brush the place where the stump of your horns might have been. Such a strong memory. Why do you cut them? And you, locksmith? Why, I see... I see fire and pain. And you, I guess I must just call you Volan. Your journey. And once more she reaches out, she places her hand on on your chest, Falker. And somehow, somewhere, somewhen, you feel an aching pain in the very place where a dagger had once buried itself. Your journey is hidden in shadows. Young and strange lost paladin. Well, perhaps not so young, but certainly strange. Strength courses through your veins accompanied with the knowledge of who you truly are. And yet, there, from that deep place where you burst forth, there and asleep, you can feel another consciousness. Welcome to my home. Welcome to Glavis. My children of the Harvest Moon, together, you dream very well. We get this sense that um, we're feeling both of these um, people's personalities at once. You actually give me a... I have this written down here somewhere. Give me an insight check. We need to beat a DC eight with Thorn or with um, Rowan. Oh, 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 oh. Um, hmm. As Thorn for the moment. In the tower. Uh, yes, please. There you go. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Got a roll of two. The plus five. Beautiful. 
so yes, you know that you can, you know that you are Thorn, but you definitely feel that deep down is Rowan asleep. Okay. What, are we still at the village? You are still in the village. You're still standing at the fountain. You're still holding hands with her. So we as children know that we're someone else. You know that you are Norbit now, and you can, and uh, actually, if you want to know more, you can give me an insight check too. I mean, you've heard what I've said to to uh, to Thorn. You know that you're Norbit. You don't get it. You're kind of really confused. Did anything happen when Atreya let go of of the hands or tried to let go? She was overwhelmed by the emotions, so that she let go when that happened. Uh, nothing else happened. You still feel all of those emotions, knowing that you are clicker. So, my question to the godmother is: Which one's the real person? Okay. The real person, Zach? Are you at... Can you be a little bit more? Tell me more. Am I Zach or am I Norbit? You are Norbit now. Zach is asleep. Where we are here, this is my realm. In my realm... Everyone here is real, as real as you are on the material plane. Here, you take on an avatar. This avatar in my realm... And my, my avatar is Zack. Yes, in this case, Zack would be your avatar, here. But, um, I, I must uh, let you know where is our real body is it still back at the uh, at that strange underground um, place yes your real body is still in the material plane but you are here too but okay so so now now that we're here and we know we know from both sides. Before, we didn't know when we were here about the other side. We were just a bunch of small children. We were sent here by Bashir a long time ago. No, you were not. You weren't? You are children of the Harvest Moon. You came here. I think this was... But you were not wise. We... When you arrived, you arrived into the bodies of your avatars. But you did not know who you are. I've helped you remember. Yeah, but Bashir wanted something, and he must have wanted something from here. I don't know. Who is this Bashir? Yes. Um, uh, th- th- this person is... Oh, this feels so weird. I can talk normally. Th- of course. The cook Atreya. Bashir. Clicker, speak. Yeah. I'm not used to this. I don't have vocal cords, but Bashir is the cook. Why is he here? Yes, I... Bashir is the cook? You mean Chef Russ? That's, yes. that's what he said when when we were um, back um, in the uh, encampment. He told us that he was a, a chef and he had no idea what this place was, but he understood its importance, at least. Hmm. I probably need to look at the citizens once more. But that suggests you enter the dream very strongly. How, how hard did you concentrate on those emotions I told you? Just now? To enter the dream before we met at the table. What, do you, what what table? When you were in the hidden room, how many times did you try to enter the dream? Uh, uh, I think I concentrated a, a, a great deal. And I tried. You, how many attempts did you guys make? Be, before what? that, we had uh, one 
And then we attempted a second one, but that was interrupted. Hmm. Four of you together. Yes, one time, and you entered the dream. Very strong so dreamers I'm, you are. I'm confused. We did it once in Bashir's tent. Oh, just set the table. We did it once. We didn't have to try multiple times at the table. But we've only been here twice. We have, yes. That first time when you appeared that night and the second time tonight. When we came from the table, the one that we're here now. And Correct. it did not work when Bashir tried it without Norbit, I think. Well, you're all children of the Harvest Moon. I can feel it. So if we, if if Bashir is the cook or the chef, maybe he knows something and maybe that's what Bashir wants. No, anyone who enters my realm will enter into the body of one of my children. But that he's not ch a child of the Harvest Moon means that you brought him with you. Well, How close you was have, he when you dreamt first? It, is the chef, the chef one of your children of the Harvest Moon? No, he's a citizen in my realm. Everyone in the town is a part of my realm. So... What are the children of the Harvest Moon? You don't know? How could you not know that? You're a child of the Harvest Moon. This is news to me. I really didn't know um, anything. But Volan, you wanted to say something? We, we don't know what you mean. What... But are we? Why are we here? Why? It is... This is the second... Well, it's not quite the night yet, but there's three more nights of the Harvest Moon. If this is the first time you've entered the dream... Hmm. It must be because the four of you took together. You've this not been trained, time. clearly. This is, this is the second time we've been here. Have you been to... Have you entered the dream before? You ever remember walking in the body of another person? Have you ever changed your shape? Atreo. Uh, I have no idea what you're head. talking about. I'm confused. Uh, it has so. not happened to me. That That is for sure. Well, you must learn to control. When you enter your own dreams and learning control, you can disguise yourself however you like. You can even enter someone else's dream. But when you enter someone else's dream, you must take on the avatar from their dream. In my realm, you have to take on one of my citizens. Zach is confused and just wanders off. <laughs> makes, makes no sense to me, guys. I'm going for a walk. Where are you going to go? Can I go look Our bodies around the are town? still trapped. Can I go okay. look around the town? We need to work with this entity and, and find out how to get out of there, or we're going to be trapped yeah. forever. Uh, the entity is not making any sense to me at all. So if I'm trapped here. You promised to give aid too, Norbert. Yeah, I agree. You promised twice. Trey crosses her arms and, and looks. To what give aid. What were you looking at, uh, Clicker? I said, uh, Atreya crosses her arms and she looks at uh, the entity in front of her. But but he's he's right. You're you're not making any sense. Start making sense. Tell us what well, we have to do to get out of there. I have a quest. And if you, if you help me with my quest, I can help you more. Helping you more by learning to control your dream. Don't listen to her. Because she's just, she's just Bashir. Bashir's got a quest. He sent us here. How do we know she's not Bashir? Because Bashir was looking for us and she already found us in the dungeon. 
she would not be looking for us. But right now he's she preparing makes, something with the she, eye patch. She makes no sense. It's just a trick. No, but I think she makes the most sense here. Bashir um, wants to use this for his own, and I certainly don't sense that from her. This Bashir wants to use my realm? He can't do that. How? He, sen he senses something about us, and he, he wants to uh, exploit it. Well, you're definitely children of the Harvest Moon. If you learn control, you can step into the dream. That's dangerous. You have to be careful if you do that. If you get hurt in a dream, you can die for real. Okay. So we're so in not... the dream now. Not physically, but if you learn more control, you could step into it. What is the dream? But how would that help us? Well, the realm of the dream, well, this is a part of the dream, but this is my realm. The dream is the reflection of the material realm. You walk in the dream, you can go large distances, and in the material realm, you could cover, you could walk the travel of 10 days in a single hour. So that's our ticket out and of step here. Out of the dream. If we can, if we can actually get into this dream and and move ourselves um, a, a great distance, they'll never find us. It takes practice, though, and control. What is the dream? It's a, just like the material plane. It's another plane. I think I've heard something like it. Um, have you heard of the ethereal plane there, Norbert? No, means nothing to me. Okay. Actually, Norbit, you can give me a history check. Because out of character, you don't. In character, you do. So you know that there are many planes of existence. There is the realm of the dream. There's the realm of the fae. There's the shadow fell. There is hell. There is heaven. All of these are different planes of existence. Do I know which one I live in? You know that you live in the material plane. Everybody, most everybody is aware of that. Do I know that I can step from the material plane to another plane? No. This is the first you've heard of that you would have that ability. Do I know that I always come back to the same place in the material plane? You have no idea about that. Because how, how would you, based on your first question? <laughs> Fine, so I'm not chasing a unicorn. So, I don't know why I said that, but what do you want us to do? So what are you telling me? You're telling me I know that there are lots of planes. I don't know how they work or what they do or anything about them. Almost all citizens, almost all people in the world of Southlands and Midgard know that there's many planes of existence. Um, some who are well-educated and powerful entities would know how to move between them. <coughs> so, uh, what would, would Bashir if we know? learned how to do this, we could travel away from our captors and away from the temple. Yes, most certainly. And but no, we can't, because in the real plane, which is where we are now, that's where we're going to go back to does Bashir know about this pl about the planes and how to move in and out of them? Well, what you tell me makes me a little bit concerned. It sounds like he's he wants to come to my kingdom. Or he wants to send us to your kingdom to get something for him and bring it back. To get something. It's either can we can we take a physical object from one plane to another? Is that an out-of-character question? No, that's a question to the chief fairy lady. It should be possible. I mean, I couldn't bring you here. You brought yourselves here, together. So, I could take a cake from here, back to the real plane. 
I'm not sure. Well, if Bashir sent us here... You can give me an insight check, uh, Norbit. If that is what makes it worth it for you, then we should probably get some cakes. But first we have to do something. Uh, your question, uh, you take her answer at face value and nothing more. You don't read anything other than that. That she doesn't know. So You're not sure. Norbert so isn't if, sure. So Bashir has wanted us to go here. He either wants us to bring something back that's tangible and physical and real, or he wants us to see something and and bring back what we see. So maybe what have you got here? Would he want to aid in my quest? Would he help? That, Would he give aid like you? That I cannot say. Uh, he is an unknown quantity. Um, certainly Lord Rishi, uh, he seems like he wants to uh, 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 bring as much power to himself as he can. He certainly wouldn't be able to be trusted, but I have no idea when it comes to Bashir. So what is your quest? Hmm. Well, every fairy tale starts the same, but... Um, what comes next? Once upon a time. I said this so many times. Why? She stops talking for a moment, and a look crosses her face. Well, if she can't tell us the quest, guys, um, then we're looking for something in the town. So, what would we find in the town that he'd want? No, 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 I... I must warn you, this tale has a... No. It... It does not yet have a happy ending. Yes, that's right. So how do I start? Right, you're right, Norbit. Once upon a time, there was a... A boy. His name was Edwin. I've told you this, haven't I? Not that I can remember. Oh. Um, Edwin's parents. They loved him. And they did everything to keep him safe. Like bad. Oh. Like good parents. His pixie godmother, my friend Lista, she watched over him. Even though he and his parents never ever knew she was there. And as she starts telling you, getting into the once upon a time thing, you can see that her confidence is starting to return. Whatever had caused her to stumble seems to disappear. Little Edwin, he loved the Pixie Festival. So much, he became determined to live with the Pixies forever. Silly boy. He'd heard all the old stories of us Fay hiding in the forest. And so he ran away from home to find us. Ah, oh, my friend, Godmother Lista. She tried to stop him. But that little rascal was such a stubborn one. He leapt over streams, he climbed up ravines, and... And then he ran into... Her face scrunches up. Terrible danger. And again, she stops in her tail. And another look passes across her face. You know, over the decades, I've heard stories parents never share with and, and keep hidden from their children. I think parents worry it might give their ch children bad dreams. But you know what? Sometimes a little fear is good for the heart and soul. If it keeps you safe, don't you think? Hmm. Little Edwin met an evil man in the forest that day. The man's eyes were black as pitch, his fingers claws, and when he smiled, he had fangs and sharp teeth. What brings you to my side of the forest, little boy? The dark man asked, and little Edwin replied, smiling, happy, not knowing the danger he was in. I want to live as a pixie forever and 
ever. Oh, that little boy had no idea he was speaking with the most evilest man. The Nightmare King. A boogeyman. A vile creature that destroyed my town many times. That damn boogeyman decided to take little Edwin as his son. As his son? Why? What would possess him? It makes no sense. That the child wanted to be a pixie. That was the only excuse that the boogeyman needed to take away the child forever. He filled that boy with his evil black magics and then... He sent little Edwin to capture my sisters. Why? I... I don't know. He's never taken my sisters before. He's only ever killed them and... And when the story reset, we were together again. She's quiet again for a little bit. Kind of looking at you and as, as she's quiet, she lets go of your hands. There's a look of concern on um, Thorn's slash Rowan's face at the moment. Petraeus still crossing her arms, but listen. Norbert's got a look of, i got no idea what she's talking about. Total disinterest. Can you save that child? That's my quest. The boogie man's evil quest, evil magics are spreading. Making children's wishes come true. That's the imagination, the power of the imagination you felt. I can sacrifice my power to make you mighty. Save the child and kill the Nightmare King. Where do we find the child? She points uh, to the forest that's just east of us. Or east of you. Now, are there any uh, unicorns off to the east? Or is that just a, a figment of my imagination? There's all kinds of fey creatures in the forest. We used to... My sisters and I, we used to live there. Now it's gotten... It's changed. But he is surely out there. You said the, the story reset... What does that mean? Does that mean the boy was back in town multiple times and started his journey again and again? She looks at you for a bit, Clicker. My tale with the Nightmare King is ancient. It's a battle we fought over and over. Sometimes I win, sometimes he wins. If somehow I could destroy him forever, my town would live happily. So yes, the pilgrim people die and come back when the story resets. I would like to check on the validity of this story in, in general. Is that am I able to do that? Is a from the point of view of your background? Um, no, not necessarily a background. Just to understand whether she's hiding anything. Uh, is there information that? Um, we're being led down the garden path sort of thing. Alright, give me an insight check. Same. I would like to like to inquire or scrutinize her if like how, how much of her is actually truthful because of course this sounds like a very wild story and this entire thing sounds very wild so is this a deception? Yep. I'll tell you now that Clicker Based on your insight check, you believe her wholeheartedly. As for Thorn, there were times in her story where you could see that she clearly seemed confused, uh, specifically at, at the, when she first started out, as if she, some parts she was getting wrong. And then there was other parts in her story where you could tell that she was clearly upset whenever she talked about the Nightmare King. And there, are other, there was other points in the story when she was telling it that she started to look a little bit pensive, as if she was troubled by some of her thoughts. Specifically, when she started talking about the child being taken and and being introduced to black magics. But all in all, based on that role, you you have a good sense that she's not trying to lead you astray. Okay. I won't say anything at this stage. I'm just... I'll keep it to myself for now. And because you are children of the Harvest Moon, before 
I, uh, before you go on my mighty quest, I must ask, can I grant you a boon in the material plane? Can we trade? Shall we deal? Well, what does that involve? What boon? I am able to give boons of a sort. I want to fly again. Like my very ancestor. Ah, but the boons... Sometimes the nature of the boon I can't quite control. But there is a cost. It doesn't come for free. I am concerned about uh, what you're offering here. This almost sounds like some sort of nefarious deal. No, not nefarious. It has a cost. If you want to pay it, you pay it, and the boon is yours. But if you don't pay it, then you get nothing, and I get nothing in return. Well, would these boons not help us accomplish your task? These boons would help you accomplish your tasks. I will be sacrificing myself, whether or not you want these boons. I will give you strength to finish my quest. Speak plainly, lady. What, what, what do you suggest in here? She looks at you, Rowan slash Thorn, and uh, she holds out her hands, palms up towards you, gesturing for you to give, give your hands. I hesitantly do so. And as you give her your hands, and she holds them, she, she holds your hands, not tightly, but she holds, puts her thumbs over top of the, the backs of your hands as you hold on, and her eyes close for a, mim- a minute. Wait, 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 stop it. And when her eyes open, she says, Well, I can see with you, Thorn, I could make you healthier, but... To make you healthier, you must, for one hour, abuse me emotionally for one hour. You must insult and belittle me for one hour. If you can do that, the boon is yours. Uh, uh, Focus! We go. We fulfill our contract. We promise to help, but no more. I'm having none of this. And, uh... Atreya steps to and tries to just just slam down on, on the connection between the two, between the hands. Just separate them. <laughs> okay, give me... And, and, and Zach is going to grab him by the, by the back of the shirt and pull him away from it. Okay, so you both can give me your children's athletics checks, and they don't have to be in the tower, they can be in the open. Am I rolling anything? Uh... If you want to, did you want to try to shake yourself free or hold on or what did you want to do? I'll probably hold on. Okay. <laughs> Zach and Atreya. The reality is, Zach, with that role, you can't do shit. Ooh. Atreya, you do manage to pull Rowan slash Thorn away from her, severing the connection. And then she says, The boon is not the same for, it's different for each one of you. Yeah, yeah, just. Use. Put a lid on it, lady, for a few minutes. Guys, I don't... Can Volen watching, like, that interaction... It was such a strange, like, interaction of whatever boon magic she's doing. Can I, like, maybe insight it to see, like, is it something that she... Like, she has no control over, but, like, the nature of what... Like, how she's offering these boons? It'll be a high insight check, but yes, go for it in the tower. You're going to need to beat an 18. <laughs> you have no idea. You think you, uh, you, you look at it and you're trying to determine the nature, whether or not, and you just are, you kind of get distracted by how the sun is reflecting off of Rowan's hair at the moment. Sure. <laughs> so guys, we're here in this plane. We have no idea how we're going to get back. 
and she wants us to do something for her in this plane. We need to figure out how we're going to get back in the first place before we even enter into any discussion about doing anything for her. Well, you have to be careful, of course. To exit the dream, there's a number of ways to exit the dream. You can will it, or if you get hurt, if you get hurt, injured too much, you will just return to your normal plane. But try not to hurt my children, please. So Rowan slash Thorn turns turns towards Zack and goes, Listen, Norbert, this is the, the best I... You do not understand how long I've been locked away a prisoner in this um, for, forsaken group. Um, I This is the best that I've seen of getting away from Bashir and Lord Rishi. Don't try and take this away from me. Yeah, but... Okay, what happens if Bashir gets into the small room and sees us still sitting there and kills us? He will not kill us. We're too valuable to him. If he kills us, do we die in this plane? You said the first time he was Chef Ross. How far did you sleep from him that first time? How far was your tent from his tent? Um, how far was it? She doesn't know that you were in tents, of course. That was me goofing up, but anyway. But maybe maybe 20 it? yards, not much. You're killing me with yards. <laughs> Come on. No. 20, 20 meters. At 20 meters? Feet. Okay. I mean, I can, do, I can do meters, but yards is kind of like meters, and before I confuse people with feet, I just go yards. Yeah, okay. Oh, feet's way more clear to me. <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> it's, it's three feet to a yard 60, slash meter. Yeah. So. Being the old man in the group, I'll do the, I'll do the metric translation for those amongst you. Okay. So 60 20 feet, meters. 20 yards, less. 20 meters. Or actually, 60 feet is actually 18.3 meters. And was Bashir within 20 meters when you slept this time? Well, I don't know whether he's asleep, but certainly he was fairly close. Um, you, you entered within. the dream with one try. One try. And before you dragged him with you? If he's within 20 meters. Wait here. Let me go. And in a moment, she disappears into that yellow-white light uh, that you'd seen before. And she's gone for a moment. So, guys, we, we, we have Atreya to... looks at herself, picks up her short bow, and knocks an arrow. Or maybe, probably, she, she needs to... Uh, what do you call it when you when you pull the string first? Yeah, you te you're testing... String above. Obviously, that only happens in fantasy, right? Like that, when, that you actually have the string attached all the time. So she she uh, starts dragging the the string along and uh, there's the bow. Okay, we need to we need to prepare everything and just do what she says, but don't do any more. Okay. You can't no, decide it's for not us. O it's not okay. We, we That's why I'm asking. Yeah, we we. We have to, it sounds to me like we have to choose to live in this plane or live in the other plane. No, no. She offers the ability for us to travel and get away. In return, we down this boogeyman. Yeah, she says if we help her, she can help us end this plane with our physical bodies and leave somewhere else, physical plane, so we can travel through her realm. She didn't. I asked her specifically, "Can we? Do we go back to where we start from?" And she didn't know the answer. No, she said. No, that she, we can. You asked if we, can, we can take something. Yeah, she, she doesn't didn't. know if we can take something. But and that was from this realm. What what she did say is that um, we can, uh, if if we can master it, we can travel into this dreamland and. And moving um, through this land, we can come out at a different location much, much further away. Were you not listening to that, Norbert? <laughs> Don't get snippy with me, young man. You get a belt around the head with a flipper. Which you do not have, because you are smaller than oh, him. Oh, hang on. I thought I was bigger than him. Not. You are still 
Oh, right. Sorry, Zach. Yeah. But, yeah, he's uh, Zach. He's right, right, right. Sorry. I look. I look down at him. I'd look down at him from above and go, "Don't you get snippy with me, short ass." Actually, um, I rolled a one. I could have re-rolled that one. By the way, I might do that just to, because of uh, halfling luck. Yes, that's true. That is true. Not that it matters too much, but anyway. Oh. Ooh, okay. Well, that's a good one. That was your insight. Or no, no, that was your no, that's athletics. 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 <laughs> to hold just on. Completely disregard everything that's just yeah. happened. <laughs> He's still hanging on. She's she too little, too late. So Redcon, if, if, she's uh, so, still gone. So we don't know how to move between the realms. Not yet. But she can teach us. Well, surely in our surely if we can move between the realms, the first thing we need is to, to do is to learn how to move between the realms before we do anything for her. No, she's asking us to help here in the current forms we have. We can come you, back. Zach. We know how to come back. So if we can, if we figure out how to get in and how to get out, we can come back for her. And if she, she's got to trust us. She's got to show us how to go back. And she can go back. Because she can go to the little room as well. That's where we saw it. I don't think that is the deal. Nor it's not the but deal that we... she wants, but it's the deal that we should make. Do we have a choice in this match? But do we have the time? Our bodies are do, not... Do we, do we have a choice? Everybody wants something from us, but we're not standing up to say, hang on a minute, you can't have it. We're running from Bashir, right? And we're doing her bidding. We need to get on the front foot so that we get to own it because everybody wants something from us. We don't want anything from any of these people. I'm not listening to you anymore, Now that you are taking this chance of freedom away from me. And she um, and Rowan turns and walks off. I'm Mick, and I play Norbit. Hi, my name is Ryan, also known as Unlucky Geek on Mixer. I'll be playing the Trollkin Warlock named Valen. Hello, my name is Atua, and I will be playing Thorn of the Tiefling Bard. This is Ivan, I'm 28, and I'm the community manager of Hammerdog Games. And I'm going to be playing Clicker, a Ravenfolk locksmith. And then there is me. I am Dagaba, and you're listening to a Crimson Nib podcast. You can follow me on Twitter at Crimson Nib, or at facebook.com slash Crimson Nib. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, Please rate and review me on Google Podcasts, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, good people, adieu.